I do believe we're live, gentlemen. And here we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's Saturday night. It's time for Microphones of Madness. It's Pallet. And it's the Pallet Mask. And over there. At least it's not Guy Fox. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Could you oh, imagine? Guy Fox. <laughs> I'm not wearing a mask because I'm Guy Fox. <laughs> <laughs> we have the government all over us for no walking on with Guy Fox. So, yeah, um, we are talking about. Can you guys hear me in this thing? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, we are talking about a new anthology that uh, all three of us purchased at Necronomicon. And that would be Casilda Song. There we go. Everybody's holding up their copies. Edited by Joel Pulver. And this is an anthology of stories inspired by Robert Chambers, The King in Yellow, hence the pallid mask. But you're not wearing yellow. I'm Why wearing, wearing green, yellow. Which is half yellow. It's tatters of yellow. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can't see it because he was wearing it before everybody else was wearing it, so it's, you know, it's just, it's worn down. I see. My tattered scallops are at the dry cleaner. The hipster king in <laughs> yellow. Yeah. I love this. I here behind this mask, and, and the expression is completely blank. You're gonna wear that whole that thing the entire time, aren't you? Hell no! I can't smoke in this thing. <laughs> Are you sure you can't just like jam it through that thing? Just take the filter off. <laughs> you need one of those uh, one of those uh, holders that you could just slide through there. Yeah, like the penguin. I can't the problem. So there we go. Now I got the cigarette and yeah, all right. All set. That doesn't look creepy. <laughs> so, so what you're going to say is that this book is fucking amazing yes it is very good I thought we would you know actually say what the king in yellow was for those people who are coming from the comic book world who might not know the king in yellow mythos where it's in and everything and weird fiction and all that well, take it on, Steve. Just a little blurb. It's a, The King in Yellow was originally a book of short stories written by Robert Chambers. Um, really, it was about a, a book called the... the uh, right. It's a play called... It's a play called... Jesus Christ. Um, the King, King in Yellow. Yellow? The King in Yellow, right. Which and is it's four different stories, right? Yeah, well, it's four, it's, it's four basic stories in that book, but each of them deal with um, an unreliable narrator who goes, may or may not be going mad, and in the process of going mad, um, encounters through, through reading this book, which is a play, um, encounters the king in yellow, or an aspect of him, or minion. Right, and it deals with Carcosa, which 
the king in yellow reigns over Carcosa. Carcosa is this kind of alternate place. Kind of a diagonal to reality. Right. And he, in, according to the play, the king in yellow usurped um, the reigns of Carcosa from the woman who's titled in the song, in the story, or book. Casilda. Casilda, right. And he never get a complete picture of the entire, the entire play. Not from Chambers, but I think Robert Block wrote the play, like wrote a, wrote it out. Well, the funny thing about writing the entire play out is that the second act, right? The first act is supposed to be like mysterious and it draws you in, and, but the second act changes. You. Drives you mad. Now, I've personally toyed with the idea of there being a third act that no one ever gets to because the second act drives you mad. That'd be cool, right? Because I'm I'm thinking to myself, you know, um, you know, they mentioned different translations of it and, and things like that, and and the play itself being, you know, much older than say of the French copies or something like that. Somebody had to, you know, trans. if it's older than the French version, somebody had to translate it into French. Right. You know, who is the poor schmuck who has to write out the third act? Nostradamus. The second act <laughs> in Ooh. French. Nostradamus. Without going mad. Well, maybe somebody who maybe they did. can write French, but cannot speak it, so they just copy letters. Uh, or maybe the king himself. Or maybe they did what was in that joke about the the uh, the funniest joke in the world, Martin where Python. only a few people do a part of it, and then someone else does another part of it, and then one word. <laughs> yeah. The funniest, the weaponized joke. Yeah. Yes. Monty uh, Python. I love that. So on to the current book. Now this is this is kind of a successor to one of Fulver's earlier anthologies, A Season in Carcosa, which is another fucking excellent book. One of my all. Everybody loves Joe Fulver. Yes, mm -hmm. Joe Fulver is great. He is fantastic, and he's a nice guy. Um. So I mean, we were talking before the show about what everybody's favorite stories were. Um. And I think we all agreed that Damien Angelica Walter's story, the lead off of the book, is phenomenal. Yes. And how it sets up the whole anthology. Really, it sets up the whole King and Yellow universe, I think. It, yeah, it, 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 works, it works well as that, as, as that. It gives you a nice overview, so you're not... I mean, chances are if you buy this book, you probably know about the King in Yellow, but you might not. You might just be buying it because it's got a nice cover or, you know, it's from a reputable publisher or, you know, you know, Nick Nicario was involved with it. So it, does, it sets up the, the mythos of the King in Yellow nicely. And I kind of think it almost serves as a cautionary tale. 
Because what happens to the main character could well happen to you if you keep going. Um, I think I think that's a that's a recurring theme in all the stories. Yeah. But with this one at the very front, it's almost like okay, you can't say we didn't warn you. Right, but the the thing about a lot of these stories, and that one included, is the tone of of Carcosa and the King in Yellow is not quite as dire as it is in Chambers' work. It it well, doesn't it, it doesn't seem to be such a bad thing. Well, no, it doesn't necessarily seem to be such a bad thing, and it doesn't. And it's not such a bad thing in in some of the in some of the chamber stories, like repairer of reputations. If we take Hildred Castain's word for it, it's a great thing. Yeah, well, I mean, Hildred Castain was the one who was gonna be king of America, so the Imperial Dynasty of America. So, but the America that he lived in kind of blew. So that's true. But I think the in, in in both chambers and in the the derivative works, there's there's an aspect of it that it's it's more haunting and, and different rather than something to be afraid of. Yes. It's not like, you know, raw the hand, the hand, the window the three lobed eye. You know, and, and it's more it's more like a ghost story in, in a lot of ways. Right, You're, it, it's a lot more like a, a Bierce story, and I think Chambers owed a lot to Bierce. I mean, the Carcosa was uh, something that Bierce came up with in the first place. Mm -hmm. so it's definitely more like along the lines of a Hawthorne or a Bierce, like an old pre-weird tale. Yeah, for lack of a better term, early proto-weird tale, maybe. Or just weird tale. Right. Um, yeah, we don't want to spoil this book for everyone because it is such a great book and all the stories are, are fantastic. And sadly, this book is not available in general public yet. We, uh, Ooh, you had to be there. Yes. We were formed by a representative of Chaosium that they sold out at Necronomicon. So keep on checking their website. Uh, yeah, check their website. Uh, it's not included in the links in the description of this video. I did, however, include a link to Joe Pulver's blog in the description, so you can check there as well. Um, if you follow us on Facebook, we'll drop the pre-order status in, in, the, uh, in either the message board or on the Microphone Madness page. Right. Um, so, okay, other than the first one, which we all agree is a fantastic story, um, anybody else have a, like, a particular standout? Yeah, I like Exposure. You like Exposure. Yeah. The Helen Marshall story. Too. It was if Carcosa were just another rundown tourist trap. Yeah. And that one definitely was a little bit more darker than than some of the others. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, it was. It was a little more, a little more fearful rather than uh, surreal or 
Fantastic. Which I, I like that about Chambers' work. I like that about the work where we're selected for this anthology and, and season in Carcosa. Um, the writing style, the tone of the stories are so much different than, say, the Lovecraftian story or the slasher story or whatever, whatever type of horror you want to talk about. Uh, you know, Chambers had a style of his own, and all the writers involved in this book really bring the best of that style forward. Yes, and it was many and varied. You didn't get just um, Chambers' pistache. pistache. How do you say that word? You, you had um, well, the one that. The, the one that we were talking about beforehand, the uh, neurasthenia, uh, I can't even pronounce it. Probably neurasthenia. Neurasthenia, thank you. That one was very experimental in terms of uh, just the, the prose itself. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I kind of I liked that one, just the, the concept of, you know, the poet breaking into a suicide chamber and, uh, <laughs> and using it to, 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 expansion to, get, to use it for her own purposes for her morphine injections and and the uh, the exploration the exploration of how a suicide chamber worked was was very intriguing to me since after reading her pair of reputations I just thought they you know, went in and and they just cleaned up the mess afterwards. Right. Yeah, that's the one that I'm right in the middle of right now. Right, so... so I haven't finished this, so I don't know anything about it. Right, and then the, the second story in the... the She Will Be Race of Queen mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. uh, it's a, a lot more... Um, it plays around with the prose more than, than just the regular... Story would, and I think a lot of that has to do with the way Culver himself writes. I don't want to take away from any of these these uh, women's stories, but I, Culver definitely has a style that he's known if for. I correctly, there was no open submission on this book. This was all invites by Culver. So, uh, this the various styles, you know, were were writers that attracted his attention. Right. Your own style. Okay, that's fair. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. and, you know, Pulver, one of my favorite quotes of his is that the page is a canvas. Is that the page what? The page is a canvas. Ah. I can agree with that, for sure. And, and each of these stories, you know, kind of follows that mantra. And, and, you know, not only do they play with the language, they, they create wonderful imagery. Um, I, As I was reading earlier in the week, I had made a note to myself that I promptly lost that it occupies all the stories occupy this, this convergence point between the waking world, dreams, and nightmares. Where all three come together is, is where all of these stories take place. 
could dig that. And and I think that's that's true of this this anthology. I think it's true of season at Carcosa. I think it's true of Pulver's work. I think it's true of Chambers' work. Is that the subject matter? Is that just because that's what the King and Yellow is all about? Um, probably a little bit of both. Because it's it's they all have a dreamlike quality to them, right? Where where you expect anything can happen, everything's just for lack of a better word, you know. When I'm picturing all this in my head, it's like looking at yellowed film. Forgive the pun of using the word yellow, hmm. and it does. It has this kind of dreamy. You know, there's a lot of mist. You don't see the entire landscape. Just what you're focused in on. Everything else is kind of blurry. And yeah, that's one of the things I really liked about this book is it just sucks you into this world, and it doesn't want to let you go. You're just kind of a, a ghost that's drifting along through all these various dreams mm-hmm. or habit. I, you know, I really like the fact that. All the stories are sticking to the theme. There's nothing that kind of had to be the square peg fitting into the round hole, which you'll get in a lot of anthologies. Right. You'll get, I guess they just wanted the, the author in there or whatever. Um, where I, I read a cyberpunk anthology mm-hmm. where some of them were just like, just science fiction stories. Right. They, there's didn't have that 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 edge that makes it cyberpunk. There's just oh, it's a science fiction story where with computers. Right. There's uh, there's a certain there's a certain aesthetic that goes along with cyberpunk. Exactly. Exactly. And and I think I don't want to mention names, but I think the author that in particular that I was thinking of, I think it was just a question of getting him in the book. But there's no. What 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 story are you thinking of here? I'm not thinking of any story here. I'm saying that this book, Casilda Song, doesn't have that. Oh, I see. It's very very tight with the theme. There there were one or two that I thought were maybe just a little bit questionable as to how they linked up to the theme. Sometimes it was just a. uh, dropping a name in there. And otherwise, you might not have known why this was in the book. But at least that... But that might, not, that might just be me, though. I haven't actually read the King and Yellow stories. I know. Dun. Don't look so shocked. Oh, you have homework this week. Uh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Seriously, Kim, it's free. It's public domain. Oh, I know. I know. You could, you could read the shit out of them. I know. And hold on. And one I got them. Actually, I haven't sat down to read them yet. You know what? I love Project Gutenberg. I, I love it. Project Gutenberg. You can get so much on there. Uh, the King in Yellow off of Amazon for your Kindle. You can get that for free as well. So mm-hmm. And if you're lazy, you can always get the graphic novel, The Ooh. King in Yellow. Oh. <laughs> this is Microphones of Madness. We're comic books, so here you go. 
graphic novel. Hey, all right. It's got pictures. It's easy now. No, it's good. It's actually it's not bad. It's by the same guy, uh, uh, Culbert, who did a bunch of the Lovecraft adaptations mm -hmm. from Self Made Hero, which is a British press. Read now, the read the regular book. You have no excuse not to because it's free, and right. it's only you have to read four stories because the rest of them, while they're good stories, aren't. Yeah, I, I like I like Chambers. I like Chambers' style. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, actually, I, from what I've read of Chambers and what I've read of Lovecraft, I like Chambers better. Oh, careful when you say that, too, Rocky. I just said it on the air. Oh. Please, folks, don't send us hate mail. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I've already called him the old bastard in public. <laughs> Sure, I'm sure Chambers probably was a man of his time as well, but oh, I'm I'm sure, but <laughs> apparently he, he was better it was better at keeping it to himself. <laughs> so yeah, um, I've actually read some of his other work. I've read uh, the story Maker of Moons, which is bloody good. Um, I've read uh, Slayer of Souls, which is kind of a Kind of, kind of cheesy, but still, you know, it's 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 fun. It's, it's that sounds like an Iron Maiden album. It's it <laughs> does sound like an Iron. It does sound metal, doesn't it? But it it's it's or priest. Pretty, That'd be Judas Priest. Carol, kind of it's kind of story, but it's it's such good fun. It's a chamber story. I just got that um, Tindalo cycle um, from Hippocampus. And there's a chamber story in there. Nice. I haven't had a chance to read it because I've been reading this. That's right. Because <laughs> it's an excellent book, and we recommend we recommend everybody buy it. Yes. Uh, scale of one to five, we'll go down the list. Kim, what do you think? Scale of what? Wait a minute. For what? Scale of one to five, the silver soul. What do you think? Ah. Uh, you mean one being the worst and five being the best? Go for a five. So far. Okay. What about you, Steve? Me? Um, I'd give it a five if if uh, Nick were to have signed it, but since he didn't, I'll give it a four and a half. Wow! You gotta gotta get a dig on Babyface. <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to be here and he's not here, and he's published yes, a damn thing, so. <laughs> no, it's a, it's it's really good. It's a really really good book. Yes. Um, it Worth held. I'll tell you this. It held my attention more so than most anthologies do. I usually make it like halfway through, if that, an anthology, and I'm just sick of the whole thing. Right. And this one, um, I you know, I'm chugging through it. It's really good. I have no desire not to read any of the stories. Now, for for me, five is just absolutely perfect, and nothing is ever absolutely perfect. Um, I would give I give it four and a half because it's pretty damn close. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I would say I would say four point five to four point seven out of five. 
Um, 4.7 if Nick had signed it. <laughs> no, it would have been perfect if Nick had signed it. Ask me and writing messing up this book. That's the funny thing is I bought it the day before y'all bought it. Right. So I got it without any signatures. Ah. Oh, well. See, yeah. I had to make do with just Joe Pulver and Damien Angelica Walters. The thing is I don't, I don't, I don't really care about the signatures, so. Wow. I bought the book to read it, not to sell it on eBay, so. That's right. So if any of the authors are interested. Well, when I'm done, and if you want to read this after <laughs> I'm done, and Chaos Team hasn't published it yet, hit me up. We'll see what we can arrange. <laughs> see, that's the difference between you and me. I, if you ask me if you hit me up, I would say no freaking way. This is mine. I am not risking it getting lost in the mail. You know? Oh, I was joking. Yeah. Yeah. That that was a joke at, at uh, James's expense. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So he we were actually talking about that earlier, weren't we? Yes. <laughs> but Poor James. We love James. Yes. We do. Hi, James. We love you, James. He's our buddy from Canada. Yes. You might know him from Monday Night Heroes as Walter Wheel. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's about all the time we have for today. So I guess we've got to start uh, wrapping it up with all of our other promo stuff. Uh, Monday night is another session of Monday Night Heroes, and we will be doing uh, Masks of New England. Right. We will be descending into the secret basement room. That's yes. right. <clears throat> of the Pettigrew Foundation. That should be fun. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, um, you get down there. This bookshelf. This bookshelf. There's a couple of lamps. Let's see, do you want to read the book? And we'll all be saying, uh, no. <laughs> I'm not opening that thing. And, and somebody will say, I'm going to put it in my bag. For later. Right. Yes. That, that's okay. Um, so, yeah, that'll be that. And we haven't decided uh, what we're doing next Next show. Is next show the beginning of October? Yes. Uh, no. We have one more week. We have one more show before October. I know in October we want to do 31 days of Halloween, but we want to have, like, spooky topics all month long. We do? Okay. So, there we go. We'll probably have the, the larger cast. On hand, maybe uh, ghosts and goblins and folk tales and things that go bump. Um, yeah. So it's next the most week, time of the year. we could be doing anything. So until then, we'll see you guys later. Thanks for watching. If you watch live, I see one person's watching live. I don't keep, know. keep it jaundiced. Keep it jaundiced. Keep it yellow. It's yellow. And, um, and never be afraid to read a strange book. Always read strange books. Right. Oh, and yeah. Probably so, so uh, yeah, we'll keep you abreast of the situation of uh, this book. When uh, Chaosium comes out with it, we'll uh, we'll post it. So keep watching the Microphones of Madness Facebook page. Join up with the forum. Um, and we'll probably announce it on the air, too, if we have a show at that time. So until then, peace out. Later. See you guys later.